asteroid headed our way? A Halloween worm? Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Alex. And I'm Anthony. And my story this week is Space News. This is from The Guardian. The headline is, Huge Planet Killer Asteroid Discovered and It's Heading Our Way. And That's I would like good. to take a... I would like to take a moment now to uh, so to talk about responsible journalism uh, and, <laughs> and, and misleading headlines yeah. because this this one is extremely misleading and Ugh. like it made me so mad when I saw it. I hate when um, they do that. Is this wait? Like, this just, is the Guardian. It did makes it? It, this is the Guardian, Ugh. which is kind of disappointing because yeah. I feel like they're usually not that bad about like the clickbaity head. Nah, sometimes they are. But this one is, like, a particularly offensive one. Uh, so, a couple things. Yes, they discovered a giant asteroid. Yes, they classify it as a planet killer, um, which I'll get into in a second. Uh, yes, it's technically headed in our direction, but it is not going to hit Earth, and it is not anywhere close to hitting Earth. There's, like, a negligible chance that it would that it would hit Earth, um, and I'll get into why. Uh, but... Uh, Yeah, so astronomers say that they have discovered the largest planet-killer-sized asteroid in eight years and that the huge space rock will cross Earth's orbit. Keywords there, Earth's orbit, not cross Earth. Like like (laughs) the the Earth's pathway around the the sun? The same path that Earth is taking around the sun, this asteroid will pass through. Like, if if you imagine that as an oval, it will pass through Mm -hmm. that oval. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um... So the asteroid is named 2022 AP7, uh, and it was reported by researchers looking for space rocks within the orbits of Earth and Venus. Uh, Writing in the Astronomical Journal, uh, lead study author Scott Shepard and colleagues at the Carnegie Institution for Science in Washington said uh, said that they have found three, quote, rather large asteroids, uh, one of which crosses the Earth's orbit, making making it a potentially hazardous asteroid. I will note here, like, this far into the article, they still haven't said it's not going to hit us. Um, And that really bothers me. (laughs) Because, like, we still haven't gotten to that. Um, So it has a diameter between 1.1 and 2.3 kilometers, which seems like a pretty significant range. um, But I guess it's hard to tell. Uh, They say that this is the largest uh, PHA, which I guess is like a planet hazard asteroid or something. Okay. Discovered since 2014. Oh, potentially hazardous asteroid. That's what it says. Oh, okay. Uh, since 2014, and it's probably in the top 5% of the largest ever found. Uh, any asteroid over one kilometer in size is considered a planet killer, uh, and should such an object strike Earth, the impact would be devastating to life as we know it, with dust and pollutants kicked up into the atmosphere where they would linger for years. Okay. So again, we're still this far into the article. And they still <laughs> haven't is, said this thing's not going to They still hit haven't it. said what I'm about to say. And this is a quote from Scott Shepard, the lead study author. It has no chance to hit the Earth currently. (laughs) It has no chance. It took them that long into the article to say it actually isn't going to hit us. Um, Yeah. Even though the the headline says it's heading our way. It's just like, it's so misleading. It drives me crazy. Um, But yeah. That is disappointing and annoying. Yeah. I feel like they do this all the time, though, with this kind of thing. Um, like, they noted that 
the the asteroid crosses the Earth's orbit when the Earth is on the other side of the sun, <laughs> like literally as far away from it as it could possibly be while still technically being in Earth's orbit. It is on the other side of the sun. Uh, so, so yeah. So it's not going to hit us. Um, they did say that slowly over time, the asteroid will start to cross Earth's orbit closer to where our planet is, just by because asteroids also have like a, a, an orbit of their own. Um, and so like eventually it will kind of like get closer to us. Uh, but this will be like centuries into the future. Um, like, okay. a very, very, very long time from now. And we don't know the orbit of this asteroid precisely enough to say much about its danger in that time. So again, it's like not, not something even that anything. we or like the next several generations have to worry about. Um, the article also mentioned DART. Uh, the, yeah. the asteroid redirecting, uh, test that they did. And they said that this asteroid is probably too large to be affected by like a single impact from something like that. But like with enough notice, they could potentially like send several things and like use a series of impacts to like knock it just enough yeah. off course to miss us. So if anyone was wondering if dark came into this, it did. Uh, but it probably wouldn't do anything. And also, it doesn't need to do anything because, because it's risk. not even anywhere near Earth. Yeah. And so. that's an alarmist headline. Yeah. And Ethics in like space those. journalism. Ethics um, in space journalism. This is, I'm going to start I a course. I think, like, <laughs> you're going to start a course. <laughs> that <we said. laughs> yeah. You could offer it on um, online. You could offer it on Coursera. <laughs> <laughs> an online course about ethics and space journalism, <laughs> yeah. headed, headed by somebody who is neither a, like a scientist nor a, nor a journalist. Like, I have no no business talking about it. Just me voicing my <laughs> irritation. <laughs> the whole thing is just you bringing up examples of what you feel like, like are not headlines that fully like represent the facts. <laughs> Just headlines on the board behind me, just like, this is bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I um I feel like I am used to seeing those types of like alarmist headlines more in like the health space for whatever reason. Like, but maybe that's just because that maybe that's just where I notice it more because I'm paying attention to that kind of like I'm yeah, there's so More many knowledgeable of those too. About just like there's a new stuff. virus and it could wipe out your family. It's like no. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Like I it's just, just like it's a virus that just makes your whole family very tired or something. Like just, yeah, it, it, just, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but that's what they do. And I yeah, I remember like it was like a few years ago. I noticed like the BBC started doing it, and I was really disappointed because I had thought before that I had thought that they didn't do that kind of thing. But then I was like, nope. Nope, everyone does it. Everyone does it's it. Bad. And it's bad, yeah. But I'm glad this asteroid's not hitting us at the end of the day. Nope. But if it did, it would destroy us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my story today is entertainment news. I think Anthony already knows what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> because I... I don't actually know if I do. No. I told him about this earlier in the week, but he might not have remembered, but he's going to remember once I start talking about it. 
Um, th- this is from Vogue.com, and the headline is, Heidi Klum spent two <laughs> years crafting her worm Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I didn't make the connection of Halloween worm before. Yes, <laughs> yes I did bring a story about? about Heidi Klum's Halloween worm costume. <laughs> Because it's so weird, but so, like, I can't stop looking at it at the same time, which is probably what she wanted. Anyway, um, according to this article, Halloween isn't over until Heidi Klum, who is the reigning queen of the holiday, has revealed her costume. What they mean by that is she's, apparently she, for years, like, she always throws this, like, famous, like, Halloween Mm -hmm. party or something. Oh, yeah, she's, like, she has a history of just, like... Over the top costumes, yeah, too. Right. But this is this is probably the weirdest. This one is probably the weird. Um, in the past, she has transformed herself into Jessica Rabbit, Shrek's Fiona, and also an elderly version of herself, which I feel like is very creative. <laughs> I think I saw that one. It was really well done. <laughs> um. So this year, she surprised and delighted her fans by becoming a worm. Although Klum hasn't been able to host her usual star-studded Halloween bashes for the past two years due to COVID, she finally got to throw this soiree this week in New York at Sake no Hana, a new Japanese restaurant located at the Moxie NYC Lower East Side Hotel. Fully encased in her costume, she wriggled onto the red carpet and even gave an interview (laughs) while lying down on the floor. (laughs) It's crazy. It's 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 also funny that like two years of not having this party and this is what she decides <laughs> this is what to she pull says out to, yeah. as her first costume. So she says, "I was so excited I got to throw a party again. I wanted this year's party to be better than ever, and that means my costume needed to be more magical than in years past." And she said it took her two years of brainstorming to come up with this concept. Uh, she also said, I like to do something unexpected, so I tried to think of a costume that is super absurd, but also very familiar. And she said, because it's Halloween, you need the creepy factor, and also a bit gross and disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, you achieved that. You achieved that. Well, I, don't sure. th- I don't think we've explicitly said it, but like the costume isn't just like, oh, I'm a cute little worm. It is no. like a hyper-realistic, enormous earthworm, where like it's like her face is only present so that she can see and talk like it is just like kind of worked into the like folds of this worm it's like it looks so real and gross it's like weirdly realistic look yeah it's like a life i shouldn't say life size a full of human sized bigger than a human sized like real worm like the coloring yeah and the yeah like the folds of it like everything Oh, and the prosthetics. So oh gross. my gosh! How they how they put her face. Uh, her f- okay, so um, this article actually kind of explained a little bit of like what the their her prosthetics team had to do for this costume. So they made her like this cocoon prosthetic shell that she went in, and her arms were fully constricted. And then they had like around you know a face hole in it, but then they had this special. The, uh, real, like a special face piece that made it look like how it looked at the end where it was like her oh. face was like blended into it. Um, yeah. Cause it made it look like just one piece that just like just her eyes and mouth. Right. Were coming but it wasn't actually like there was a face That's piece really on it that was like blended into the thing so that it looked like what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> it was so just wild. like crazy. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen 
the worm costume, I would suggest <laughs> Googling that because it was – that must have taken a lot of work to make that, and it's kind of – I can't I don't know. Imagine. I can't it, – yeah. It's just very interesting. Anyway, I can't wait to see what she um, – Dresses up as next year. Now that I'm like, this is on my radar of like Heidi Klum's Yeah, how is she going to top the worm? <laughs> yeah. All right. It's time for breaking news. The part of the show where Anthony and I look up stories that just happened today or were just posted today and we read them to you on the fly. Hollow worm. Ready, set, Go! Go! Okay, this is from Gizmodo, and the headline is, Hell yeah, there's a musk ox cam. And it's an article about how there's like a live feed camera of musk, musk oxen uh, at <laughs> the University of Alaska <laughs> that you can watch if you have ever wanted to observe the musk ox. <laughs> That's so random. <laughs> That's why I brought it, because it's <laughs> weird. Um, <laughs> are, they like, are they in an enclosed area? Yeah, they're in a habitat. Um, so apparently the, the University of Alaska Fairbanks has like, uh, has their own musk oxen, reindeer and bison that they have like on, I don't know if it's on campus or just like a research facility that they own, but they like have them for research purposes. And now they've set up a live cam so that you can watch them. Um, and it's like snowy and they're just kind of like hanging out and they're very, they're, they're just chilling. (laughs) Is it calming, <laughs> would you say, it, to watch yeah, the Yeah, it's kind oxen? of like if you if you just want to like chill for a couple minutes and watch some an, like big animals like lay down or want like lumber around, it's it's a good watch. Okay. Uh, I tuned in okay. for a little bit today. <laughs> it's it kind of fun. <laughs> I figured. Um so uh the webcam shows a pasture at the university's Oh, here, yeah, it says right here, uh, Robert G. White Large Animal Research Station in Fairbanks. Um, And the uh, oxen at the university are mostly used for education and research. Uh, In the foreground of the camera is a musk ox pasture, and you can see reindeer in a separate enclosure in the background. I think they said they have like 40-something reindeer as part of this research station. When I I saw it, they were just like all lying around. Um, (laughs) Yeah. In the snow, uh, so fun mucks. Mu- I can I don't know why it's so hard for me to get that out. Musk oxen facts. Uh, they can handle the cold because they have two different layers of fur. They have the outer layer, which is uh, the longest fur of any North American mammal. Uh, but then they also have an undercoat that is finer than cashmere and eight times warmer than sheep's wool. Um, but and also more durable than sheep's wool. So it's like a really impressive coat that they have. Uh, and they conserve heat and energy during the winter by moving as little as possible, <laughs> which okay. relatable. Yeah. Um, and they said the ca- the camera will only operate during daylight hours, but like I was able to watch it like tonight a little bit. I, don't, I guess daylight hours are probably maybe different in Alaska than they are here. Um, and it also hmm. intermittently pans around the habitat. I think it's automated because it wasn't like necessarily focusing on anything. But every okay. time I like opened it, it there was something like on camera, like so huh. worth a shot. We're looking into. All uh, right. If you, I'll check that if out. If you just need like a chill, uh, chill animal video to watch, check out some musk oxen. I want to challenge you to say musk 
oxen facts five times fast. I don't know if I can say it one time slow. <laughs> <laughs> musk oxen facts. Mu- mu- nope. nope. Musk. Musk. I want to try it. Musk oxen facts. 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 That wasn't really that fast, but... (laughs) It was better than my attempt, though. (laughs) I I actually did better than I thought I would. I thought I was going to mess it up, too, because musk oxen rolls off the tongue way easier. It's very easy to say. Musk oxen. Musk oxen. Musk oxen. Musk oxen. Musk oxen. oxen. Muskoxen. Hey, I'm Muskoxen here. Hey, it's Muskoxen. I'm Mr. Muskoxen here. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, in other news, I found a breaking news story just now on CNN. This is a little less wholesome, uh, but it probably relates to all of us. Um, Netflix has launched their basic with ads plan. They've launched a plan that you're paying for it, but it still has ads. Cool. Sign me not up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it, um, but it is way cheaper. It's only going to be $7 a month. Okay. And you get, I think, all the same content. It just has, it's going to have ad commercials. So mm. I think mm. that they... I, I'm not going to, I mean, that's, that's basically the main thing. And then it just kind of goes into like, oh, the CEO or whoever. They've said in the past they never want to do that. But I think they changed their mind because they lost a lot of subscribers recently. And they're trying to, like, get their numbers back up. And they Here's think it might be costing. <laughs> commercials. Yeah, yeah, no, I think, I think that the strategy is that they think maybe some people just think it's too expensive. It's a cost thing. So they just want, they're making a cheaper option for people mm-hmm. that might not want to pay the current plus um, they'll get ad money that would also, also that help. yeah that's what <laughs> that offsets the cost of the yeah <laughs> right how do these things what are the terms here I, financials I we're, <laughs> revenue we're professionals. <laughs> um yeah so that is happening so if you're listening and that interests you now you know um that's either available today or imminently. I think that this is saying that they like it's available now. Like if you go onto their thing, you can. Sw- I, actually, I'm not. It's unclear. Yeah, I imagine as a person who subscribes to the regular service, they're not going to necessarily be advertising the cheaper one. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But like, they, I don't know if I'm yeah. going to open my Netflix and they'll be like, "Do you want to pay us less money?" <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Do. <you> want- <laughs> All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday. And as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knickknacknews, on Twitter at at knickknacknews, and on Instagram at knickknacknews. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.